You're listening to the Rise and Love podcast, where we believe that you get to have love and success in all areas of your life. Your host, Crystal Iram, will help you understand yourself, your relationships, and what's keeping you from having the love, relationship, and life you really want. Week after week, you'll have your mind blown as you learn from experts and listen in on honest conversations to experience mindset shifts and get practical instruction on how to use your mind to support you in getting everything you desire. We'll get to the heart of the matter when it comes to designing and elevating all aspects of love and life. Here's your host, educator, relationship coach, and lawyer, Crystal Iram. I have an amazing new resource for you, and I am so thrilled to finally be able to share it. I have created a quiz so that you can find out what your love type is. This quiz is going to take you just a few minutes, and by answering some questions, you'll get a better understanding of what some of your biggest blocks to calling in the relationship you most desire are so that you can clear them. Not only are you going to find out what your love type are, but I'm going to give you personalized recommendations for resources that'll really help you move along your journey so that you can call in the love you most desire. You can check the quiz out by visiting bit.ly slash love type quiz. Again, that link is bit.ly slash love type quiz. And of course, I will link it in the show notes. Be sure to check that out. Hello, hello, hello. It is Crystal Iram here. I love the content that I'm going to be sharing today. It's really important. Um, I'm going to be getting down to the brass tacks of dating for commitment, what you can really do to inspire commitment from someone that you're really interested in. And there is, it's really important to sort of understand it, to understand how to apply all of this. If you want to be in a committed, loving relationship, there is a way to approach it. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy that this is what we're covering today. I had such a funny, so last night, Kobe and I went to a wedding and I ended up having a conversation with one of his friends who is a really great guy and he is single and he is recently divorced. And so right now he's not looking to be in a relationship. And so we really, I I was asking him a lot of questions because he's such a good guy. He's a really sweet person. And, you know, obviously with the work that I do, it's always interesting hearing things directly from the man's perspective. And so we were talking about some of the things that he's been dealing with in his current dating life and sort of having to put himself back out there. He met his wife when he was pretty young. He got married fairly young. So now as like a 32 year old guy, he kind of feels like he's dating for the first time in a long time and he's navigating it. And so, you know, the insights that I got from that conversation just last night, and then obviously all of the other insight that I've gained is part of what, you know, I will be sharing that you'll get from today. So what I want to sort of start by saying, is that whenever you are, you know, a lot of the times when you're seeing information about dating, about relationships, about getting a commitment, it's very, uh, it's like a game almost, you know, there's a lot of talk about the strategies and the tactics. And what we really want to do is you want to go deeper than that and sort of above that in a way. And you want to get to what the heart of the matter is. Like, what is it actually about? Like, what is it that actually makes someone even interested in committing to a particular person? And so there's really two things. One is that the person has to be in a place where that is a desire that they already have. And this is something that is a really challenging concept for women to understand. Because for most women, 
if they are in a place where they do not want a committed relationship, they're just like, I want to be single for a while. I just want to date. That may be very true as they say, but if they meet someone who's really special, who really has like an amazing energy and they feel a great connection, they feel really close with this person. Then even if they say on the one hand, I want to be single. I don't want a relationship right now. Most women, they meet that person who feels very special. That changes. Women take a different approach. And this isn't better or worse in any way, but it is worth having this awareness that it is a very rare woman where she can say 100% I do not want a relationship. And if she meets the right person, she holds to that. I'm not saying no woman ever does, but for the vast majority, that won't be the case. I have had more than one of my very dear friends say like distinctly, I do not want a relationship right now. One of my close friends was actually speaking to yesterday. She, we were speaking shortly before she started law school. So this was years ago. And she said, I am not going to date. Like there's no way I'm going to date anyone my first year. I'm really going to just focus on my studies. That's my only priority. It's the only thing I'm going to focus on. And it was not three weeks into school and she had met someone. She's telling me about this guy. And I was like, what about what you said about not dating anyone? And she's like, I know I did say that, but he's just really amazing. So that's how most women approach it, right? I'm sure that if like, you know, if you're a woman, you've probably experienced this where you felt like I'm going to take some time and then you meet someone and it sort of goes out the window. Men don't do that. When a man says, I do not want to be in a committed relationship right now, it is the very rare man that changes his mind about that. And so there's a huge disconnect there because women approach things so differently in that way. So it's hard for us to wrap our minds around it. So here's what I see all the time is that a guy will say straight up, I think you're amazing. I really like you, but I'm not interested in a committed relationship. And a woman approaches that thinking that he is being like a woman, meaning that even though he says that, if we get close enough, if things go the right way, if, 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 then he will change his mind and we'll be together. And it's so straightforward and simple when you think about it like this, but it's very common that women struggle with this, that this exact scenario comes up. I know that it came up with me multiple times and it's just like, we don't believe it. We don't believe it. But if a guy is saying that to you, you must believe him. Okay. So this is the sort of thing where it's like, uh, you know, there's some contradictions here. And so this is why having training is really important. You know, actually educating yourself and learning is really important because there is this paradox here because when a man says, I do not want a commitment, you want to believe him. Absolutely believe him for a lot of the other things that a man says, don't believe him. <laughs> okay. And I don't mean that men are liars. I mean that when you are at the very beginning of a relationship and you really don't know someone, a lot of men understand the things to say that is that are going to make someone feel really good. That's going to make a woman feel really good. You know, some men, if what they really desire is sex, they know the things to say that is going to make a woman want to do that. And so this isn't to poo-poo men. This isn't like, oh, men will say anything to get you in bed. But there is an element of that. So what you want to do is if he says, I don't want a commitment, believe him. Like take that as he is, does not want a commitment. He is not going to change his mind about that. For a lot of the other things that he might say really early on, you know, especially sort of 
things, lofty ideas about the future. I can really see us having a future together. I've never felt such a connection with someone. You know, I think it would be so fun to go with you to Hawaii. My mom would love you. All of these things, these sort of like lofty things that he may be thinking of, take them with a grain of salt. Because, you know, a couple of things. One, it may, it may, it may just not be sincere. But really, what it's most likely about is that that is what he's feeling in that exact moment. In that exact moment, he may be thinking, this woman is so charming and smart. My mom would adore her. And that's what he's thinking. But what most women do is they take that to mean, oh my God, he, he thinks my mom, like he thinks his mom would love me. Like he's going to introduce me to his family. He must be really serious about this. I, I wonder if they're going to expect me to come for Thanksgiving. And like she gets so far ahead, like she's taking it so literally. And he has zero actual intention of introducing you to his mom or his family or inviting you to Thanksgiving. You know, if he's saying something like, I think it would be so fun to do this particular thing with you. It would be so fun to go on this vacation with you. It would be so fun to play racquetball with you. Whatever it is, whatever the thing is that he's thinking would be fun to do with you, that's all that he really means. He's thinking in that moment, this would be fun. When he wants to do that particular thing with you, there will be an invitation. Until there is a time and a place, it's not an invitation. So take those comments. Don't think like, Ugh, what a jerk. He's being so misleading. He's leading me on. Take it as a compliment. That's all it is, okay? Do not take it literally. Take it as a compliment. Does this make sense? This was such an amazing shift for me because I found that it really allowed me to stay grounded. This is one of the things where women really sort of end up getting hurt because they don't understand that like there's some differences in communication and that your job is to really stay grounded. You can enjoy someone, you can have fun with them, you can get excited about where it could possibly be going, but you don't want to let that run away with you if you actually want to be in a serious committed relationship. If you're just dating and really having fun, then you can just enjoy sort of the emotional ups and downs. But the emotional ups and downs are going to slow you down from creating what you actually want. So we can sort of think of this as like step one in inspiring commitment from a really high quality man is staying grounded throughout the process, not letting your emotions, the chemistry, the hormones, anything else that might be coming in play, not letting that run away with you. So yeah, really taking that with a grain of salt. But what I was originally saying was that there's really two things that are required for a commitment. So that first one is really having someone who is interested in a committed relationship. You know, and I want to make a distinction here because if a man says, I do not want a committed relationship, then take him at his word. Sometimes a guy won't know. And he'll be sort of like open to it, but he won't say straight up, I'm looking for a committed relationship. So if you're having a conversation with him and you ask him, what are you looking for? And he says, you know, I'm open to seeing where things go or, you know, I'm, I'm having a good time, but I wouldn't mind a girlfriend or something like that. Anything that's more open-ended, then I wouldn't say that that requires like a hard cutoff. If he says, I'm really just looking to have fun, I'm not interested in a committed relationship, and you are looking for a committed relationship, then I would cut it off there. But like, I'll give you an example. When I met Kobe, my husband, he was not looking for a committed relationship. Okay. So I could have very clearly said, I am looking for a committed relationship. This is the year of the man. I'm calling him my husband. I wouldn't say that because it's really aggressive. 
But like, that's suddenly where my mind was. I knew what I was looking for. And he never would have said that. That was just not where he was. He was not looking for a committed relationship. But he was not not looking for a committed relationship. And that's really, it sounds silly, but that's such an important distinction here. He was not closed off to it. So, of course, our relationship unfolded and became a very serious relationship. We're married. But he never said to me, listen, I'm really not looking for a committed relationship. Here's the other thing that can be very challenging about this. If a man is saying he does not want a committed relationship, you need to take him very seriously. But you also have to understand that what he might really be saying is, I will not have a committed relationship with you. And it can suck to hear. But, you know, someone can say that to you and then two weeks later meet someone and he doesn't say that to her because he doesn't feel that with her. So that doesn't really matter, but it's just, it's important to have this awareness, like take that particular phrase very literally. So the next thing that you really want to do. So you found someone who's interested in having a committed relationship. That's the first requirement. But the other thing that he's really going to be looking for, what it's really going to come down to more than anything else is the energy between you. And it's the energy that he is feeling from you, that he he wants to feel a certain way, right? Everyone wants to feel a certain way. And so he is going to be looking for a woman where he feels that particular way around. And here's where a lot of women get kind of stuck around this and get like very mixed up about it. They go on how they feel, right? You go on how you feel. So if you go out on a date with someone and you have an amazing time, you can come back from that date and say, oh my gosh, we just had such an amazing date. Our connection was out of this world. It was so incredible. And what most people do is they assume that what they were feeling is a mirror almost exactly for what the other person's feeling. So if you felt like this was so incredible, we were so connected, our eyes were locked the whole time, we were laughing, we were just having so much fun, we are thinking he is now thinking and saying the exact same thing. And that's not always true. It is totally possible for you to have a great date with someone, to enjoy someone, to feel really good and excited and have fun with them, and them to feel kind of lukewarm. And this is something that so many people take for granted, and it creates a lot of confusion and upset. You have to know that you don't really know what the other person is experiencing. And here's another important thing to keep in mind. What happens on the date isn't actually all that important. Not that it's not important, it does matter, but what really, really is going to count is like what happens after the date. So if you go out with someone and you have this amazing time and he's just making you feel like you are floating through the air, but then you don't hear from him, then none of what really happened before actually matters. Like what you need to look out for and pay attention to is what happens after the date. And so this is where this next thing really comes into play, which is the idea of being receptive and leaning back so that he can take the lead. People have so many thoughts about this. And I know so many people are like, we live in this modern time. Women are so independent. I can do whatever I want. Why should I sit back and wait for him? Fine, do that. I actually don't have any mistake in whether you do it this way or not. I like 
like to support women who want to create really happy, healthy, loving relationships. And so that's the information that I give over is what is going to lead you towards that. So this isn't about playing a game. It's definitely not about playing hard to get. It's not about, you know, if he doesn't call you for three days, don't call him back for three days. Like forget all of that. It's just allowing him the space so you can see where he is. So if you're keeping in mind this idea that what happens on the date isn't actually really what matters, what actually matters is what happens on the date, then you are cutting that out and you are losing really valuable information if you then move the relationship forward. So you have this fantastic date, right? You're so happy and you're just like, oh, I know he's going to call again. I cannot wait for our next date. I'm so, so excited. And then you don't hear from him the next day. And so you're just like, you know what? We were talking about this thing and I just saw this meme that I know he would love. It's really cute. So I'm just going to send him a total casual text that you're like, hey, Brian, I had such a great time last night. I saw this meme and I thought of what we were talking about. Ha 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 ha. Like, hope you're having a great day. And like, you think you're being totally chill and cute and charming. And on the one hand, like, of course, men need attention and affection the same way that we do. Like, on the one hand, he might feel really good. But on the other hand, you have now like you've done the work like you've taken the next step so you don't get to see where he really is it is a totally different thing for a man to have to pursue a woman than it is for him to be pursued and go along with something so you know men like women can get afraid they can feel anxiety. They can feel nervous. They can feel like, well, does she like me? Like they can have the same doubts and insecurities that women do. So it's not about saying like, well, you know, if he really wants it, like he'll just get over all of that. Well, like it kind of is. And you want him to do that. The sort of man who is going to be really ready for like a serious committed relationship is going to have to overcome a lot within himself to get to that point where he can look at you and say, this is a woman I want to have a committed relationship with. It's not, it's not an easy place to get to for men or women. And so it's like, you want to give him that space so he can keep taking those little steps up. He's making these micro commitments and he's moving past his own fear and doubt and anxiety. Okay. So it's like, it's not saying men don't have fears. Of course they do. But you need a man who can move past some of that. Otherwise, you are putting yourself into a relationship with someone who doesn't like overcome his own struggles. And I have seen relationships like this up close. And it's not that it can't work, it can, but it's not going to be as high quality as what you really want, is what's going to allow you to feel really good and cherished and supported and connected to someone. You know, you got to think about it like as if you're always pulling someone up, like if you're doing all this work to like yank him up, you know, every time he feels a fear, you have to do the work to like push him past it and pull him up. Like it's just a lot of work. Why? Like you have to overcome things in yourself. So this is a big part of the reason that you want to give him the space so that he can pursue, so that he can pursue you, so that he can move the relationship forward. And the thing is, is once you really understand the energetics of masculine and feminine, to really understand the energetics of calling in love in like a very clear, thorough way, 
like in the way that I teach in Magnetize Your Match, it becomes really easy because you will have so much going on because you'll be magnetizing so many men to you. You don't have to worry about what's happening with any particular one at any given time. You know, what I think of what a lot of women do is they get their sights and their hearts so set on one person. It's like, it has to be him. It has to be him. And that energy is so repellent. It's repulsive. It pushes away high quality men. So that's one big reason. And then the other big reason is that when you're dating, okay, dating is about gathering information. So this is why this is such an important phase in relationships. And you can't try to like skip over it or move past it really quickly. Dating is about gathering information. This is your opportunity to gather information about a stranger so you can determine if this is someone you are interested in getting to know in a much closer, more intimate way. So you're using everything that happens in the dating stage as a way of gathering information. So the way that he shows up after a date is just information. And you get to determine whether it's information that makes you want to continue the relationship or information that makes you not want to pursue a relationship. Okay. So for example, if you were going out, you went out with someone really great guy. You were having a great time. Really, really enjoyed spending time with him. But then he doesn't call for a while. And so like, let's say that it's like, let's say a week and a half later. It's not to say that it's bad or good. So it's not about making him wrong. It's not about making him wrong. It's not about saying, I'm right, you're wrong, or the way I'm doing it is the only way to do it. It's about, I have this information. How am I going to use this information? Is this information that makes me want to move forward with him? Or is it information that makes me not want to move forward with him? Like super, it allows things to just be simple. Simple allows for you to move quickly. It allows for greater clarity and then things can just move along so much faster. And you can develop a certainty that you're choosing really great partners, that you're not wasting time. Like I said, I don't really believe in wasting time, but this basically eliminates it. Like it eliminates that sense that you could possibly be wasting time because you're moving through everything so quickly. So as the woman, what you want to be is like open and receptive and like gracious towards the guy that you're dating. If you're interested, like this is such crazy limiting beliefs that so many women have that the only way to show interest is by reaching out. It's not. The way to show interest is by acting interested, flirt with him and smile. And if you want to hug him, hug him. If you want to give him a kiss, give him a kiss. Like you can touch him. There's all these other ways that you can show interest. Like when he's asking you questions, you can answer enthusiastically. You can ask him about himself. Let go of this idea that the only way for you to show interest is by initiating. It's not. It's the wrong approach. So if a guy says to you after the fact, like, let's say that you're seeing someone and then he stops calling and then you see him months down the line and you're like, what happened? And he says, I didn't think you were that interested. What he's really saying is I wasn't that interested because I'll tell you what, a man who's really interested is not going to stop because you're not pursuing him. He'll stop if you say, I'm not interested, please stop calling. But like, if there's enthusiasm on his part, that's not necessary. You know, when my husband and I got together, I never initiated. And it wasn't because I was playing with him. It was because I was really busy. I was really enjoying my life. And 
I didn't feel the need to. I knew that I wanted a man who was willing to step up to be with me. Like, that's what I really wanted. Not everyone wants that. But to me, I was like, I want someone who's going to show that he wants to be with me. That's what makes me feel feel good. That's what I want. And so I, I, I just, I never reached out. And so I was asking him about this the other week, actually. And I was just like, did it turn you off? And he was like, no, you went along with it. Like you answered when I called, you seemed happy to talk to me. When I asked you out, you wanted to go out. You came to visit me when I sent you a ticket. Like there was nothing that I was doing to initiate, but I was happy. But I was happy to hear from him. And he liked my energy enough. So this is what I was talking about with like, what is going to inspire commitment? Like he liked my energy. He liked the way he felt when he was around me, when he was talking to me, when he was thinking about me. And so the fact that I wasn't saying, hey, Kobe, when are we doing this? When are we doing that? Are you going to call me on Tuesday at seven? Didn't matter. It doesn't really play. It's not really going to play a role. So if you feel like you're not showing enough interest, then show more interest. But that's not by initiating. There's lots of ways to show interest. But you can start by just smiling, being happy to be around him. Be nice to him. And that's, that's it for now. I am so grateful for all of my listeners. I love creating this content. I love this podcast. And there's nothing I want more than for more women to have happy, healthy, loving relationships with the man of their dreams. Now, I have a small favor to ask. If you have been listening and enjoying the podcast, please leave me a rating and review on iTunes. It helps so much. It is the only way that we are going to get this content into the hands and ears of the women that really want it and need it. So if you have been listening for a while and you're absolutely loving the podcast, leave us a rating and review. It means absolutely everything to us. Thanks so much and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes and be sure to tune in next time to the Rise and Love podcast. 